Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspectives in honor of the Refua Shalema, the complete and speedy recovery of Haravimitai Ben Shoshana, Lehemitcha Baskittel, and Shaul Ben Britta. This week's Parsha Perspective is in loving memory of Edward Ben Ephraim, Shlomo Ben Edward, and Yerachimiel Daniel Ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted and may their memories be a blessing. This week's Torah portion is Parsha's Bechu Koisai, Share the Love. Our Parsha begins with the incredible blessings that we will receive for doing the mitzvahs with dedication and enthusiasm. There will be plenty of produce to harvest and it will keep us busy till the next harvest. There will be rain in its proper time and abundance of sunlight to quickly develop the produce. But we are also told the severe and terrifying punishments for rejecting and disobeying God's commandments. Nevertheless, God says very clearly that under no circumstances will He forsake or abandon us. For He has made a covenant with our forefathers, Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, that their descendants will be His nation. However, a question comes to mind. The first Pasuk of our Parsha seems repetitive. The Pasuk states, If you follow my laws and guard my commandments and observe them. But following laws and guarding commandments implies that you observe the laws and commandments. So why does the Torah seemingly add and observe them at the end of this Pasuk? The Rabbeinu Bachayr of Bachi bin Usher, a famous Spanish commentary, answers this question by looking at last week's Torah portion. At the beginning of last week's parsha, we are told about two very unique mitzvahs, Shemitah and Yoivu. Shemitah is a seven-year cycle in which may farm the land for six years and rest the land in the seventh. The Yoivu cycle, which also requires letting the land rest, is the first year after seven Shemitah cycles. The Rabbeinu B'chaya explains that since it takes extreme amount of trust and belief in God to let the land rest, the Pasuk reiterates it. That if we follow the Shemitah and Yoivu cycles, we will be rewarded with immense physical reward. The rain and sunlight will be proportionate and on time. The harvest will double the expected yield and the grain will be plenty. Hence, the Torah duplicates and emphasizes the observance of these difficult commandments. However, the Ibn Ezra, Rev. Avram Bameyur Ibn Ezra, a leading commentary from the Middle Ages, gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He explains that the Pasuk is not truly repetitive because it refers to three separate actions. To study the laws, to observe the laws, but most importantly, to share and teach the laws to others. The Yorachim HaKadosh, Rev. Chaim Ibn Attar, a Moroccan commentary, adds that the third word of our Parsha is Telchu, which means follow. Usually the term follow implies a journey where you follow others and others follow you. The Orachim HaKadosh explains that the rewards laid out in our Parsha are contingent and depend on sharing the laws and motivating people to join you on that journey. The duty of each Jewish person is not only to pursue a strong and profound relationship with our Creator, but also to inspire and awaken the souls of people around us. This crucial aspect of our purpose can initiate a perpetual domino effect and help Jewish people come back to God worldwide. The Lubavitch Rebbe, Rev. Menachem Mendel Schneerson, is a textbook example of this point. He was a chassid, a follower of his father-in-law, the previous Chabad Rebbe. But when he assumed leadership after his father-in-law passed away, 
the Rebbe started to accumulate his own followers, and he began to send these rabbis across the globe to rejuvenate and re-energize world Jewry after the Holocaust in the 1950s. And it is impossible to quantify the effect of the Rebbe's mission and purpose, because every person inspired by the Rebbe went on to share his lessons with their families, their friends, and their communities. And since classes on the Rebbe's teaching is just one click away, millions of people across the globe till this very day are consistently being inspired by the Rebbe. And in our daily life, we must recognize that as Jewish people, we have a special mission and purpose. We are tasked with being a holy nation and a light on to the world. And this is achieved by being a vessel to which God can share His love, kindness, and compassion with the universe. There is a beautiful poem that illustrates this point. When I was a young man, I wanted to change the world. But I found it difficult to change the world, so I tried to change my nation. But I also found it difficult to change my nation, so I began to focus on my town. And when I couldn't change my town as an older man, I tried to change my family. But now as an old man, I realized that the only thing I can change is myself. And suddenly it dawned on me that if long ago I had changed myself, I could have impacted my family. And my family and I could have impacted our town and their impact could have changed the nation and I could have indeed changed the world. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.